0: our podcast parenting by the pint enjoy the show
1: hello everybody welcome back we are parenting by the pint this is lauren and i'm here with kara hey everyone hi so we are two chicago suburban moms with five kids between us five right yeah five uh you know we wanted to keep track right we went to um We were away this weekend and we were walking around a pumpkin patch and there's this other little girl that like comes and walks in our group. And I'm looking around and I'm like, you don't belong here. Like how do we get an extra kid? Where did you come from? How how do we get an extra one? I'm like, no, that's one more. Anyways, five. There's five kids between us. Uh, We like talking about our families, our children, um, vacations, anything really under the sun and drinking and talking about beer. We highlight a different brewery each time and try and talk about a different parenting type topic. So, Uh, We are here today, and we're going to talk about a not-local brewery, not Chicagoland. We're going to talk about The Brewery. The Brewery. The Brewery. Which I
0: think is such an interesting name. I hope you're going to give us a little highlight there or something like that. No, No. she's not, you guys. Totally not. Anyway, I just think it's funny that they're just called The Brewery, and it's not spelled brewery like you you would spell it in our classic English, uh, B-R-E-W-E-R-Y. It's spelled Mm -hmm. B-R-U-E-R-Y. So hopefully somebody will listen to this and maybe give us some information on that. But it doesn't matter who cares. Their <laughs> beer is awesome, right? Yeah. So I let's... mean, my
1: theory, which I have didn't I mm. uh I can't substantiate is that the founder's last name is Rue, R U E.
0: Ah.
1: But I didn't actually read anything that has anything to do with okay. it. That's just a theory that I have in terms of why it's B-R-U-E-R-Y. That,
0: that makes a ton of so. sense. So let's assume that that's true. Sure. For the purposes Patrick, of moving if on. You're around.
1: Yeah. Is that true? Okay. So.
0: <laughs> and let's open ma's famous sticky bun stout, which is an imperial stout with pecans, maple syrup, cinnamon. And I like that it says natural flavors on this can. <laughs> I wasn't literally just reading what the can said to tell you guys what was in it, but i was reading it earlier and i was like natural
1: flavors (laughs) don't all
0: beers have natural flavors technically
1: yes but isn't that kind of like the what we talked about even in our uh the that that which not should be not be named one of the other episodes um seltzers that part of what they
0: (laughs) i love what you did there I w- it almost makes me want to go back and rename the episode, the episode that must
1: not be named. So why is it that we have so many names for that? Episode? I have no this idea. is how we know we're going to have to do it again. Right. All right. Next year. Um, but <laughs> we were talking about how they, they add things like that, even though every beer has it right? because it's, it's who they're marketing to. Right? It's people that, you know, I mean, I will say this is, they're in from orange County. They're from Placentia, California. Um, so maybe they're marketing to a different crowd than the Midwest. So natural flavors might be sure. a thing. All right. Or
0: maybe it's a California thing. They're like required to put that oh, on thanks. there. You know, you like know, last California time California has so many weird rules. Well, like Mike what? said that thing about how like the FDA requires, mm-hmm them to put what the ingredients you know in a certain uh, way on true. on their label yeah maybe they're required in california to put Could natural be. flavors don't so know. let's open this thing All so right. that we can drink it though i like it Enough yeah. talking about it i don't think i've
1: had either of these uh
0: i have not So um, you the, our second beer it looked a little familiar to me but when mm. you were describing it to me earlier um i was pretty sure i hadn't had it before yeah i've definitely um, had
1: some i like their what is it? Coconut macaroon was one of yeah. my
0: favorites. Yeah, uh, from them. This um, is shockingly low alcohol for the brewery. It's only 9.2%. Yeah, usually they're um, up
1: to like 13.
0: <laughs> I know for most people who drink beer, even even craft beer, 9.2 is on the higher side, but. For the brewery, it's like nothing. It's just like a shot in the bucket. Yeah,
1: nine. They usually range from like nine to thirteen ish. Like that's their typical range. So nine is the low end of definitely what they they produce. So, anyways, a little bit about the brewery. Um, Patrick grew is the founder, as I kind of mentioned. They started in two thousand and eight. Um, They produce about 10,000 barrels or like 319, 320,000 gallons of beer a year. Um, They're typically kind of more experimental Belgian ales, stouts. They're known for their unique ingredients along with their oak barrels, which they barrel things, barrel-aged things in bourbon and in wine barrels. Okay. Um, So most of what I've had from them, frankly, is bourbon Barrel-aged beers, um, or just—I I don't know if I've had any wine-aged beers from them, so I have to—I have to keep an I'm eye not out. Sure. Um, but most of a lot of their beers, though, are released in small batches and only made once, so um, you're probably not going to get a lot of them again. If you're, you know, if you're finding one, especially out here, like they're, you know, in California, we do get them. Obviously I bought these at my local bottle shop. So not like I had to run out, um, and, and search for them. They, uh, they've grown significantly since 2008. They actually sold a large stake of their company to a private equity firm back in 2017, um, I don't have a lot of information on it. It wasn't really public. so, oh, I mean, that's cool. Um, whatever,
0: as long as they're still making good beer, I'm yeah. I'm,
1: I'm pretty open-minded about that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, good for them. Somebody was interested, and they're yeah. obviously expanding and doing well. They're particularly known for, like Kara said, um, their high ABV beers. Their most famous, I think, beer is Black Tuesday.
0: I would have to agree. So, That's what I would have said.
1: Yeah. Um, it's released once a year the last Tuesday of October, so coming up. Oh, yeah. Okay, um, cool. It was first released in twenty 2009 the first the year after they actually started and i think it started at like a a nine percent and went up to a ten percent and now it's up to like i think it's one of their 13 percent i was gonna say it's
0: (laughs) definitely over 12 i know in my experience and for those of you who've never had black tuesday it comes in like a bomber bottle Mm -hmm. it's not like just in a 12 or 16 ounce can so you either have to um, have like a group of people with you to drink it, <laughs> or just or be, be ready to go to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, like you don't there just is no in between. You don't, you don't just drink a Black Tuesday <laughs> on a night while you're like watching a movie with your spouse or something. Like I've done that. My mm-hmm. husband and I. He's come downstairs with a brewery. Bomber size bottle of beer, and it's been Black Tuesday before, but it's also been some of their other stuff.
1: They do other weekday. We uh, we had a Gray Wednesday. Yep, that's come. That's actually come out. I think it's on their website right now. Okay. So yeah, that's one that they release frequently as well. Yeah.
0: Um. And and it it almost doesn't matter not to say that there's no difference. Of course there is, but that in the sense of. Any of those it's are coming knock you downstairs. On your regardless, <laughs> it's a one beer night, and it's going to be a long night. Yeah, fair. <laughs> it's a it's a very intense experience, which but a very delightful one. Yes. I mean, their beers yes. taste fantastic. Honestly, all, of, all yeah, all
1: good. of the beers that I've had from the brewery have have been quite good. So I can't I can't argue with that. I haven't honestly all I think I've had from them though is stouts. So I know they have a lager out right now, I believe. And they do have other things, but they're known for their stouts. And that's all that I've actually tried. So yeah. I can't say I've, I've had much. I don't know they've all been good.
0: Uh, try this one and see what all happens. Right.
1: I get the pecan. Really? And the maple. I was going
0: to say the cinnamon. Really? Isn't that funny? Hmm. Usually you and I are right on the same. I know. Maybe it's the nuts. I'm no, See, now in the aftertaste a little bit, I'm definitely getting pecan.
1: Yeah,
0: um, I'm a smidge off today. Uh. I had, like, a negative work experience. <laughs> like, I breathed something in at work. Mm-hmm. I think some sawdust or something. And I've been... I, like, coughed for, like, 15 minutes straight, which under normal circumstances would be concerning, but I think everybody at my job is afraid of me now. Yeah. I mean which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It
1: could <laughs> well, go either way, right? Yeah. So
0: I guess it's okay if they're a li- a, little <laughs> a little scared. Bit of fear. But as a result, I've like I coughed for like fifteen minutes straight oh. to try to get this dust out of my throat. So your throat probably I've been like yeah. kind of you know, not feeling amazing. Um but uh I, yeah, I get the pecan and I get the cinnamon. Man, how come I didn't get a, a whole lot of maple? I'm going to have to give it another drink. and
1: try I don't it again. smell the maple at all, which is kind of surprising for a stout with maple. I feel like I get, usually get more in the aroma. And I don't. It's not mm-hmm. like, it's not a really strong aroma to me.
0: No, and I thought maybe that was just me, that I no. just wasn't, like, my no, sense it's of not smell was a bit off today. But, it's um, totally not. I, do, I, I mean, it It just doesn't have a strong smell, period. Uh,
1: yeah, exactly.
0: It's not that it, it doesn't smell like everything in the beer, because it does, but it's, it's, it's just very really mild, faint. right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. I thought I was going crazy. I was yeah, like, no, I feel like this beer should be knocking me over. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's very, yeah.
0: I mean, it's got great flavor. Nothing's overwhelming. Yeah, it's, good. Um, it's I don't very well balance Yeah, I don't get yeah. the burn from the alcohol content. Mm-hmm. I mean, for being a 9% beer, which, yes, maybe is low for
1: brewery. But, but it's high for But it's a high, lot of high for other, most but, things.
0: Yeah. Um, it's It's got a nice balance. I would definitely keep drinking this. Yeah. Like, this is a good beer. I would buy another can of it, given okay. the opportunity, mm-hmm. and I would share it.
1: Um, yeah, this is a, to me, this is a very well balanced stout. It's not overwhelming. It's tasty. Mm -hmm. I definitely get the pecan. We eat a lot of pecans and things in our house, though. So I feel like that's something that I probably would pick out more. I don't get an overwhelming sense of maple, which a lot of beers that have maple in them. That's right. one of the stronger tastes, and I feel like it's not no. in this one, which is kind of surprising. It's almost to me.
0: interesting that it's yeah. not a, the most forward flavor. Mm-hmm. It almost makes you wonder when you drink things that are almost too maple forward yeah. how they can achieve closer to this than maybe what they're coming out with. Yeah, I actually know?
1: prefer this. Because it's got a little bit of maple, but it's not an overwhelming amount of maple. Well,
0: and because it's got cinnamon in it, which is almost always, like, the flavor that really knocks you over,
1: Yeah,
0: I don't feel that way about the cinnamon, and I kind of wonder if that's what the maple is accomplishing, is oh, that it's, like, Oh, maybe offsetting balancing. that? Maybe. And then even, yeah. like, the pecan giving you more of that, like, earthy, mm-hmm. um, you know, flavor, weather, rather than being, like overpoweringly sweet or tart or, yeah. or heavy, you know, that these three flavors really combine well together. They really do. This is yeah. an incredibly
1: well balanced out to me. It's yeah. very tasty and it it all goes really well together. So. Definitely.
0: I agree 100%. This I, is good.
1: I don't feel like it tastes like a sticky bun. <laughs> but, yeah, maybe. Yeah, But it tastes good.
0: <laughs> I guess I would have expected it to be a little bit more on the like, Syrupy sweet. If, if it was gonna be sticky bun. Yes, you yeah. know?
1: In my head, sticky bun. I'm thinking like like monkey pull apart bread that has Like a like, Cinnabon. Like, yeah. Right? Or like something, you know, which Ooh, is a little bit bun. more sweet, a little bit more Yeah, of the syrupy. Um so I mean it is what it is. That's just the name. But uh, the description, I think it meets, and it's very well balanced, and it's it's very good. I actually really like this one. Yeah, I really like it too. So, yeah, sticky buns. You know, my children. Um, we tried to make cinnamon rolls the other day, and two of three kids don't eat them. Refuse, Whoa. and they're children. That's insane. Right? What's wrong with them? Yeah, I know. Like my boys, they. Well, your one boy doesn't like sweets at all. Really, does he? He's ventured. He generally has not. But he's he's starting to venture out a little bit, um, so he'll he'll eat some ice cream and he generally doesn't like cookies, which is weird. And sometimes he'll eat cake, but like he he doesn't like candy a lot. Like okay. He's very selective in the sweets that he eats. Okay. For sure. Okay. Um. So I guess I shouldn't be surprised that he did not partake in the cinnamon roll, but. Yeah. Maybe.
0: My old, well,
1: I don't know. My kids are weird when it comes to food.
0: Well, it's interesting that you say that, Lauren, because that's (laughs) what we're going to talk about tonight. Oh, there we Um, go. (laughs) I think it's funny because we're drinking a beer that's obviously kind of like an homage to a food. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that kind of inspired me to suggest Mm -hmm. um, this eating topic with our kids where, you know, you talk about eating habits for yourselves and with your children and like, This has always been kind of a hot-button issue for me because growing up, and even still as an adult, although Mm -hmm. I'm much better, I've always been a very picky eater. Yes, yes, you Um, have. (laughs) And I have weird, like, picky eater habits. Like, for me, the issue is... Texture. Mm. I have texture issues with food. My, uh, oh, I'm not going to say who because I don't want to out them on the podcast, but I have somebody <laughs> who once called me a highly functioning autistic in terms of my food habits <laughs> because I specifically will not eat something if there is a texture that I find it's a sensory undesirable. Thing. Yeah. Um, as a child, I basically believed that I could feasibly starve to death if there was nothing available that I was interested <laughs> in eating. In, uh, in other words, I would be willing to die if I didn't want to eat.
1: Rather than just eat something that was, yeah.
0: (laughs) I remember having like, like all kids, even now there's always jokes about how your kids will eat like chicken nuggets and all these, like they have like the three things, mac and cheese, like the three things that they eat. I would eat cheese pizza, (laughs) ham and mustard sandwiches, and chicken McNuggets from McDonald's. (laughs) Um, There were more things. I did eat macaroni and cheese. Sure. I would eat like ham, like like the Cut ham, ham, you ham ate at the Easter, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like that sort of so thing. Spiral ham. Um, yeah. I didn't eat eggs. I didn't eat burgers. I've to this day never had a burger from McDonald's in my life.
1: I mean, you're not missing much. No. So I, I well, and once I became I mean, an adult, yeah, and now I like, eat burgers, but not. I'm just there. like, no,
0: there's no, no reason to go that yeah, route.
1: Like, no. I don't need to. Totally... expand in that way. You know, I'm think I'm trying to think. Like, you know, you're right. People, usually, they say kids like there's a handful of foods that they they will eat, and like my oldest is autistic, which stereotypically is someone who does have texture, I- texture issues or will only eat certain foods and whatnot. My kid is not that, not yeah. that kid at all. First of all, he doesn't, he he'll eat chicken nuggets begrudgingly, but he doesn't love them. But like he will, if you put eggs in front of him, he will eat a dozen eggs and bacon in one sitting. Yeah. Or like he, I, me and my husband joked that like he could be a vegetarian Outside of bacon. Right. Like, he he needs bacon. Like, yeah. every morning he's like, eggs and bacon. And he's nonverbal for the most part. So, like, he, he when he's he asks gonna for food. He's going to tell you he wants bacon. You're going to make him some yeah. bacon. <laughs> so, but then the other things that he specifically asks for are cauliflower, asparagus, broccoli, and Brussels sprouts.
0: Man, so oh, like
1: man. So, like, my eight-year-old autistic kid... Will eat all the vegetables. Like, I will send That's him amazing. for lunch. He doesn't really like sandwiches, but I'll send him with like a bag of almonds and pistachios, and he'll eat those. And then he'll eat like a fruit, an apple or something. He'll eat cut up cucumbers. Like, he'll eat it's nice. just random as stuff, but it's not bad for him. But like, he'll eat yogurt. He, right. like But like, you put like chicken nuggets and mac and cheese in front of him. And he won't eat it, actually. Yeah. Which is the completely so ironic funny. thing. That, like, he's the complete opposite of what...
0: He's picky, but his picky is, is like, the opposite of
1: stereotypical right, picky eating. exactly. Like, he'll eat a bowl of rice and, like, you know, wow. just... Yeah. So, like, it's weird the things that he chooses to be picky about. Yeah. Like, I could give him a bowl of pistachios and he'd be just sit there and, and, he would and eat that him. instead of, like, a bowl of popcorn. Like... Mm. It's huh. it's weird. That's like, interesting. I mean, which all you know, whatever he's eating healthier things yeah. than a typical year old. I mean, you know, fortunately, it's
0: not something you really have to fight against because. Yeah, yeah, you know. I'm
1: okay. You want eggs and you know cauliflower? Right, sure. Like,
0: okay, man, bring it on. All all right. you I like that's I got that. that's
1: fine. He's literally eaten a head of cauliflower for dinner before. Oh my like, goodness, that's like, so and funny. And like the, he's eating a head of cauliflower. That's that's dinner tonight, and like. You know, some sort of other starch mm. or something. Here, some noodles and cauliflower. Okay, sure. Whereas my boy twin eats, outside of sweets, pretty much everything. Like, yeah. almost. I can't think of many things. He doesn't like Brussels sprouts. But, I mean, how many, like, six-year-olds really like Brussels sprouts?
0: My six-year-old does not. Yeah. In fact, we've had standoffs about Brussels sprouts <laughs> specifically and that... Um, we have this deal with our kids, and I'll get more into it. But we have this deal with them that if we if we make something new, mm-hmm. that you have to try it. Oh yeah. And if you don't like it, you don't have to eat it. I don't force my kids to clear their plate; like they don't have to no, eat every bite. We don't do that. Um, but you have to try it if you've never had it before. You oh yeah, have our to kids too. You have to
1: try. Yes. No, yes.
0: And my six-year-old. For some reason, has decided to die on the hill of Brussels sprouts. For no, he does this for nothing else. He's been willing to try everything. To try it, yeah. But for some reason, he just absolutely will not try. He, he will go straight to bed without <laughs> eating his dinner. He's his principles so, on this matter are that's so, so strong. Random. I and okay. I don't make bad Brussels no, sprouts, okay? Yeah. So it's not like my husband and I you're We're literally not boiling
1: them and putting them on a plate. Like no. that's yeah. We
0: would literally push aside the protein, the steak yeah. to eat more Brussels sprouts. Yeah. I've reloaded on Brussels sprouts yes, and agreed. pushed aside mm-hmm. the other elements yeah, of dinner. Yeah, we make Brussels
1: sprouts all the time. We I've got two bags of them in my fridge right, right? now. Me like two.
0: <laughs> I love Brussels sprouts. Mm-hmm. My older kid eats Brussels sprouts. The 6-year-old like I said, man, I can't tell you how many times, more than once, that, that's he has the gone that's up where the his, stairs. That's where he draws the yeah. line. Is and it crying about how we wanted, We were so mean and we forced him. and We ruined his day. Oh gosh! Uh, by making brussels sprouts, <laughs> and now he's going to bed. <laughs> And he's not going to eat anything because he's not going to eat those Brussels That's
1: his choice that I get And we're just like, okay, man. Dude, this... Yeah, no, ours too. Like, if we make something new, they have to at least try it. Yeah. And even my oldest, who, you know, again, is autistic and doesn't eat a ton... I mean, he eats vegetables, but he doesn't... He will at least take a bite and try something. And sometimes he likes it sometimes we have to make him eat a bite of something to remind him that he likes it. Mm -hmm. Like I made pork chops. I baked pork chops the other day and he eats them, but he just fights it until he eats two bites and then is like, Oh Oh, yeah, I do like this. And then he eats it. And I'm like, dude, but, um, yeah, my boy twin is like the meat and potatoes kid. Like he'll eat, you know, hot dogs and mac and cheese and, you know, sandwiches and chicken and really most basic things and then my daughter eats anything that i eat so if it's sushi if it's fish if it's shrimp if it's right salad if it's whatever if i eat if i like it or eat it she will try it and she will often actually wind up liking it it's so like we ordered chinese at my parents the other day and she she wants shrimp like she just really likes sh- shrimp and lobster sauce with brown rice like she's a six year old and that's what she's ordering so like that's so funny okay. that's amazing I,
0: that <laughs> like, is literally something I would never eat
1: right like so but now like, I kind of want to try it <laughs> whereas the boys will eat like rice like plain white rice with butter on them and like the sweet and sour chicken which is just like Chinese version of chicken nuggets, nuggets.
0: <laughs> yeah. That is exactly what I get (laughs) at the Chinese restaurant. I I put some soy sauce on. I'm not a, my problem is I will expand my horizons Mm -hmm. and I was going to touch on this too. So I'll just say it now, but like I like to do things myself. Mm -hmm. I like to try to make something myself. Yeah. And then if I discover that I like it, I will start ordering it places. So like, you know, I wanted to try like, I haven't done this yet, but I'm really interested in trying like, Paprikash, like chicken oh, paprikash. Okay. Um, and they have it at the Bavarian Lodge. Mm, um,
1: but you don't want to order it. I don't really want to order case, it yeah. if I've
0: never had it. So for me, the way for me to get over my picky eating and even the texture issues is if I make it myself.
1: Mm, okay.
0: And I've done that with a lot of things. I did that with lobster. I'd never had lobster before. Mm. I bought lobster tails. I made them myself. Mm. Um, it's good, by the way. Uh I like lobster. <laughs> yeah. I've done that with um what is something else that I did that with? Um I made I, I never used to eat meatballs. Oh. Okay. Just like spaghetti and meatballs. Yeah. Like never used to eat meatballs. I made them myself. Hmm. Um I like meatballs now. That's that's um, good. Um <laughs> The one thing that I cannot get my brain it's like my six year old with Brussels sprouts, I will die on this hill, and I have. <laughs> um is is casserole type food? Okay. So like like I'm like you're Italian, not right? Eat like a
1: taco pie and a oh, casserole. No, 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 no.
0: No, I would never. You know, like when they say la- they list the number of layers in something, yes. and they're like, "This is a seven-layer <laughs> taco dip." Seven? Yeah. That's like five layers too many for me. I'm okay. like cheese and
1: meat, and we're good. That's fine. <laughs> okay.
0: There's other things. Ugh, we're starting to overwhelm okay. me. I can't handle that. I went to my relatives in Italy when mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know, like fourteen okay. you know, that middle teenage sure. years, somewhere in there. yeah. And it was my my parents and my brother and I, mm-hmm. and we went to visit our relatives who live in southern Italy. Sure. Um, and it's like basically going to like a little farm town. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome. It's the best vacation I've ever been on. I don't care where I go in my life. I don't care It'll what be. I do. Sure. Being in that town and spending that time with my relatives is irreplaceable, um and I just had an awesome time. And the food is crazy. Oh, food like, in Italy is amazing. They I made don't care. Yeah, chicken and French fries, and it's the best chicken and French fries I've ever had in my <laughs> life. And it's because they killed the chicken the same day. Right, I know it's, that.
1: Yeah, no, it's as fresh as fresh I can be. That. I get why that makes a
0: difference. Yeah. And now
1: you understand (laughs) that, yeah, being on the farm makes a difference. Anyways, okay, layers. So we
0: go, (laughs) so when we visit my relatives, we would go from house to house and visit other members of our family Mm -hmm. because this entire town is basically frangelis. Okay. okay? Yeah. Or related to frangelis. No, I get it. um And so we would stay with my father's cousin. And we would go to neighbors and people living down the way that were relatives of his, sure. you know, and we would visit. And at one point we went to the next door neighbor's house, who is kind of a more distant relative of ours. But he's, they're the neighbor and their daughter is the same age as me oh, and okay. was taking English classes. So it was oh, an opportunity for us to kind of be able to talk to somebody who spoke English because nobody speaks English. English right. Nobody. Yeah. I mean, we didn't speak Italian. We would just go <laughs> and nobody knew what anyone was we still have still the best vacation of Right, my whole. Yeah. You don't need to speak the language apparently. I don't language, know. Apparently. It just right, right. was awesome. You figured it out. <laughs> that's how awesome it was. No one knew what was anyone was saying, and I still had a great time. Maybe that's why. I maybe yeah. I don't know, but um, so we go to their house. Uh, we were staying with my dad's cousin. His name's uh Luigi, okay. who's the inspiration for my son's middle, middle name. name. His yes. middle name is Luigi. Um, I wanted his. I wanted my other child's first name to be luigi and it was met with a great deal of resistance yeah. from everyone that i mentioned it to and so i didn't name either of my kids luigi um which is fine uh <laughs> but his name is luigi and uh he took us over there and everyone calls him gigino which means little luigi, little luigi. in italian <laughs> because when he was growing up there was like an uncle or somebody, uh, somebody named yeah. luigi so he yep. got nicknamed yep and even though he was seventy years old at He's the time, he was G- still Gigino, no. Even we called him Gigino, and I <laughs> obviously didn't know him as a child. Yeah. Um, and we were at their house, and Gigino, we were going to have something to eat. They hadn't told us what yet, uh, <laughs> but uh, he takes out this fork that they're going to. They brought us their fine silverware, their fine china. Yeah, you know, of course, because right. yeah, we're yeah, the Americans, and we're to family, visit. Yeah. And we're coming to visit. Pulls out this fork, takes a butter knife puts it into in between the two tines of the fork, like mm-hmm. on the edge, and he's gonna turn the edges of the, the two edge of the fork outward. Okay. Because when you twirl it makes it easier oh, to twirl. To keep.
1: Yeah. Makes if sense. You
0: spread out the tines of the fork. It's a, a very common thing for people to do in Southern Italy, but this is not the silverware that these people wanted what? him to do no, that with. No. And they immediately <laughs> like just like slap this fork out of his hand and go into this drawer and they give him a fork that's already
1: <laughs> <Right>. like
0: that. <laughs> yeah. um, and then they bring oh. out dinner, and it's lasagna. Oh,
1: well, yeah. I don't eat lasagna. You don't lasagna. And my
0: father doesn't really eat lasagna either. Um, but I'm a kid. Yeah. So I can kind of get away with it. Not so much. So but this lasagna, first of all, let me say my mother and my brother will tell you that this is the best meal they have ever had in their entire <laughs> lives. Like if they thought about it. Yeah. Initially, if you were like, hey, Tori, what was the best meal you've sure. ever had? He might be like, oh, I had this Cajun ribeye at Morton's one time. Sure. It was amazing. But, but he would really, be wrong yeah. <laughs> because he just doesn't remember correctly. <laughs> if you push him, he will remember that yes. that lasagna was the best meal he ever had we went there, and it was, I guess it was probably good lasagna. You know, it had the cheese and the noodles and the sauce the, yes. and the ground meat. And it had um, it had hard-boiled egg in it. Oh. Or like fried egg. That's or interesting. Or some kind of egg. It was such a long time ago. Yeah, hard for me. but still. I was horrified. <laughs> this was the worst thing that could possibly happen to me as like a fort yeah 14 year old i just like families. couldn't i yeah. just i literally just pushed it around <laughs> i think i ate like three bites of Aww. it and they were just like are you done and i was just like yeah and my father who is a grown man right did the same thing oh no pretty much i'm yeah. sure he choked down more of it more bites he did yeah. not like it <sighs> Oh. It was brutal. Mm.
1: <laughs> so no lasagna. Still so, no lasagna? Still no lasagna. Okay.
0: And one thing I will say about my eating is that when I'm invited to eat at someone else's house, I always tell them, listen, I'm really sorry. I'm a really picky eater. Yeah. You don't have to change your menu, but I might just I, Can not... I bring...
1: Or, either <coughs> either that or you've offered to bring something, like... <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, you're good. See the coughing. Yeah. <laughs> no, lasagna is actually my... Daughters now go mm-hmm. to uh, order at Italian restaurants. She loves lasagna. She had it one time, and I don't actually eat lasagna. Like, That's I don't, so funny. not that I don't like it, I just don't prefer it. Like, right. I'll eat it. My mom used to make it all the time, so it's not like I don't like it. But she just <coughs> ordered it randomly one time, I think. There was like yeah. a kid's lasagna at like Maggiano's or something. Okay. I don't know. And so she ordered it, and now, like, at an Italian restaurants, she's like, I'll have the lasagna. And I'm like, All right, like that's awesome. That's fine. Whatever. So, yeah, I've never been a picky eater in my entire life, but I feel like I ate so many things so young that I don't even remember. I don't Mm -hmm. remember the first time of eating anything. Right. Like literally anything. Yeah. Yeah. Because like at two, I was eating lobster. At like four, I was eating like oysters. Like I was. My parents just. My mom made a homemade meal every day and it was different all the time. So like we never ate the same thing. Like, and then we would go to Florida for vacations and so we would have seafood all over. And like, so I literally can't tell you like, you know, my husband had a lot of new experiences when he started dating me because he hadn't had as many different food experiences prior to that. And so maybe he can say like, Oh, I had this for the first time, but I can't, any, anything. I can't remember the first time I ate anything at wow. all. That's... So, like, I think that that's mostly why I'm not picky is because I had so many foods by the time I was five that it was just, like, normal to eat all kinds of different things, which is kind of what we're doing with our kids. Like, we don't right. feed that's them... Good chicken and i mean we do but like we don't feed them just
0: it's not like they're having know. hot dogs and pizza and nuggets every, every night day for dinner. yeah i mean right. like if i'm mm-hmm. like
1: oh crap you know i didn't defrost something or i didn't whatever <laughs> i didn't go to the grocery store then fine you know um, there,
0: yeah sure there are moments where you're gonna yeah. have a hot dog for dinner Yeah, we are <laughs> gonna make peanut butter jelly like yeah
1: we're gonna have breakfast for dinner we've totally done that <laughs> we do that
0: mike loves to make breakfast for dinner my right?
1: kids love breakfast for dinner and we yeah. don't do
0: it very often yeah. it's not like it's every Every other week or... No, but periodically, know, it's, it's fine. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, we, we've definitely... But it's nice to have them experience different things at such a young age. Because I don't want them to be picky... When they're older, so I think that that's what my parents did with me, and that's definitely. No, what we're I definitely. To do with them. I mean, in retrospect, yeah.
0: growing up as a picky eater and like refusing to eat things—not mm-hmm. to say that my parents should have like forced no, food yeah. down my throat—but like, no. if they had done a little bit more pushing,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like I said, who knows how I would have responded? But like, sure. if they had done a little bit more of that, maybe, maybe would I wouldn't have been be open. so picky, yeah, and maybe I would feel differently about food, you know? Because yeah. there's a lot of, like I said, if I go to your house. And you're going to make something and I'm not, I I don't like it. I have a really hard time making myself eat something I don't like to eat. Yeah. Because I've never really been in the position where I've had to do
1: that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like this kind of is a reoccurring thing. Like eating, sleeping, different things. Like in general, it's all about what. What we grew up with, and then we're trying to instill either the same or better, which isn't that what you want for your kids always, right. than what we had growing up. And so that's definitely what we're trying to do. All right, we're opening our second beer. Kara, so what do we got here? we
0: are going to have Cherry Pie Bakery, which is a stout aged in bourbon barrels with cherries, cinnamon, mm, again. Cinnamon's a
1: common theme.
0: Natural vanilla flavor.
1: <laughs> that natural, natural thing must... must Maybe that's a California thing. Maybe it thing. is, yeah. yeah.
0: This one's 10.2%, so, okay. so we're a up whole a percent higher maybe. than the last one. So let's see what we've got here.
1: Super interesting to me is that they're, mm. neither of these have a super strong aroma to them.
0: Yeah, this one is maybe just a smidge. I get more a little cherry in yes, it. Yes, I get um, more in this. But yeah, you're
1: right. So it's just interesting to me. Hmm. I get the cherry. Me too. I get like a... <clears throat> I get it's like a cherry pie, like the inside of a cherry yeah. pie, a little bit tart. Yeah,
0: and it does have that little bit of the cinnamon yeah. flavor to it. Yeah, yeah I, can, definitely. I can get that. Mm-hmm. Very mellow, just like the first one. Um, I mean, like yeah. all those flavors are there, um, and it tastes great. I don't get a lot of bourbon barrel.
1: I don't either. I definitely don't get the, the bourbon... Um you know, who knows how long this was aged in a bourbon barrel though, too. Yeah. You know? So it could just be a light bourbon. Um so you don't you don't get the bourbon taste to it, but you get the cherry for sure. <clears throat> the cherry and the cinnamon, like the filling of a cherry pie.
0: Do you taste the vanilla, Lauren?
1: I don't taste the vanilla
0: carrot. <laughs> I knew you were gonna
1: say that. <clears throat> vanilla is my nemesis. Neither, neither
0: one of us has been able to say That we tasted vanilla in this beer, and it's on the can, it's in there. I just I
1: don't get it. I don't get the vanilla. It's good, but I don't get the vanilla.
0: I mean, maybe, maybe in my aftertaste, a little bit here, I'm, I'm getting a little bit of vanilla, but like, but it's not. It's definitely not coming out at me.
1: No, I get the cherry and the cinnamon though. It, it, like I said, it tastes like a cherry pie filling to me Mm -hmm. with that little bit of tartness. I don't know. Solid two for two, in my opinion. These are both as <clears throat> yeah. advertised and good, smooth, well-balanced stouts. Don't knock you in the face, but they're very, very drinkable, very yeah. tasty um, beers. I really, I, I I like this. I like the little bit of tartness to it.
0: Hmm. Yeah. No, it's good. The cherry really brings this one into a different category than this. the
1: sticky bun sticky bun <laughs> no, I know I, I can like, What was it called? I know. I can tell you what it tastes um, like, but <laughs> I know. Yeah. Nice. No, I like it. No, it was it. good. This is good. Um yeah, if you see any brewery beers, definitely give them a shot. Like I said, I've really only tried the stouts. I guess I need to expand my horizons a little bit and if I see something else, pick it up. Yeah. Um Black mm. Tuesday comes out in a couple weeks. I think it's the 27th um, of October. So, you know, I mean, granted, it comes out in California and D.C. Hey, there's They have a brewery shop in D.C. or something really? weird. That's yeah. interesting. They'll ship to cal- places in California. They won't ship here. Of <laughs> um, course not. But, <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah, but, yeah, so a few <laughs> weeks that comes out. If you can get your hands on it, definitely do that. But, uh. Yeah, I like it. I like both of these things that we've we've drank today. So, all right, I think we're going to wrap it up here. So thank you guys for listening.
0: Yeah, thanks for joining us. And uh, don't forget to find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram at Parenting by the Pint. Mm-hmm. And our uh, podcast is listed under the same name, and we're on pretty much all your favorite apps. So just look for us there and remember to rate, review, and subscribe. And we'll be coming back in a week with another episode. So thanks for joining us. Thanks. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.